0: <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser Bush. Have a terrific day. Well, who would have thought that was gonna happen? Really, Kid Rock is the voice of a generation. Apparently, a voice of Redx. He's really pissed about this whole. Uh, what, what's it, what's her name? Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney on the Bud Light can. I guess he couldn't get his commemorative can. You know, you know, kid. You know, of all things. And, and, and I'm reading the Rolling Stone article, and they're saying that he was actually crying. I watched the video. I didn't see tears, but there might have been a, a couple tears there. And I've seen some cluster fucks before with uh, companies and the whole extreme wokeness and everything. And, and and I get it, kid. You're you're pissed. I mean, I don't know. You know, you gotta choose your battles. I'm not too sure if a dick on a can would be the one that I would be, you know, really up in arms about. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of it's it's kind of uh, uh, disheartening uh, that your favorite piss water beer is uh, being a little too woke for you. But Kid Rock's pissed The thing is is There's a bunch of other rednecks out there Just like Kid Rock That are probably pissed too I don't know Bad move for Budweiser I'm curious if this is actually Going to affect their bottom line Um, It could But can't we all just get along I mean if you don't want to drink beer With a dick on the can You don't have to There's other alternatives You can drink Corona Remember Corona They actually had a marketing campaign One time that said We don't piss on our beer Drink Corona Everything would be okay All right, so there's this story that I've been avoiding, okay? And it's the whole Donald Trump thing. You can get your news from somewhere else on that one. It's all over the media. There's not really much. Okay, so I started looking into it this morning, and there's not really that much out there as far as details of these indictments, etc. What we do know is that CNN, the purveyors of... Uh, well, according to Trump fake news, they put out a poll before the indictment was ever released publicly to show what the counts were and who are what the charges were, and they said that something like sixty percent of Americans supported the, in, 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 the 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 arrest of Donald Trump. Or no? Um, hold on, let me let me get this right. Yeah, sixty percent. I was right. Sixty uh, percent of Americans purportedly approve of the indictment, while forty percent do not. Uh, an even more bewildering number is that only 51% of respondents said they've heard a lot about the case. So it's just, that's just like, just, just, you know, do you want to get them arrested? Yes. Do you know why you want to get them arrested? No, not really. Um, so the indictments came out. Basically, it's 34 different indictments. It's all for the same thing. It's all because Trump... Paid off Stormy Daniels. Okay, big deal. That's Guess what? That's not illegal. That's not illegal. What they're indicting him on is the way that he paid off Stormy Daniels. What they're saying is that he basically funneled money through his attorney, and they have 34 different little incidents of that. But they, they still really didn't give any real like strong details of how they plan to convict him on this. Uh, what we do know is that Donald Trump's campaign is using a fake mugshot Well, I mean, just a Photoshop mugshot to raise money uh, to fight the indictment. And uh, Trump's attorneys are calling out the Manhattan DA uh, for doing something that is just kind of a shady tactic, basically making everything so vague that you can't fight it. I, too, can relate to uh, plaintiffs, attorneys, not a district attorney, but attorneys just laid out a case that is so vague with lack of details that it actually makes it very hard to fight because you don't know exactly what you're fighting. So that's the technique that's being used by the DA. Apparently the DA, uh, I forget his name, from uh, Manhattan, he's done a lot of these errors and paperwork cases before. He knows what he's doing. And you just keep it vague, and then don't show your hand, and then come at him later. Uh, honestly, I don't think that they're going to have much in their hand. Uh, but if you keep it vague enough where you can't uh, you know, create a defense, you can keep it tied up in the courts for a little while. What I did find that was amazing was amazing Not amazing. Not amazing like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to pull your nose off and I got your nose. But amazing in a way that Stormy Daniels in Vogue magazine, uh, she started recalling her interactions with Mr. Donald Trump. Okay, now, you know, like I said before, paying somebody hush money is not illegal. It's not. It's not what they're trying to say in the in the Trump case that is illegal is that calling the money that he paid to his attorney to pay Story, Stormy Daniels calling that um, legal legal fees or whatever but i don't know i don't there's got to be a way around that right your attorney comes to you and says i can make this problem go away it's going to cost 150,000 dollars that sounds like a legal fee to me but whatever it's a bookkeeping error the way they paid And politicians do this all the time, not in this particular situation, but have errors in their campaign fundraising and how they pay out money. In fact, when Obama was running, uh, he got hit with fines. Uh, You know, it's not anything major, but he got hit with fines for misappropriation of some of the funds, et cetera, and he had to pay fines. It happens. But the way that they're dragging through this, I mean, it's obvious, right? It's obvious that if Trump wasn't threatening to run for president, this wouldn't be an issue. But here we are, and this is going to drag out for a while. I think it's going to, I think it's going to, I hope, and I think that it's going to backfire on the uh, Democratic Party. And people, Americans, are going to realize that this is a wild goose chase. It's a frame, it's a setup, and it's just trying to drag this man down that's going to be running for president. But, which is the uh, Vogue magazine article that Stormy Daniels did. And she gets into a little bit of details of what was going on with her and Trump. So let me pull that up real quick. Oh, yeah. Get a little freaky, baby. Let me lick you up and down. Well, it didn't last for long, that's for sure. Anyways, according to Vogue, Daniels has said previously that the sex was consensual and that she believes something more dubious uh, in a new interview with Vogue. Okay. So Stormy says that in less than two minutes after Stormy Daniels emerged from the bathroom of a Nevada hotel room, Baby, don't you Donald Trump was standing before her in his underwear. Now, I just imagine he's got to wear tidy whities right? Anyways, she claims he was doing the world's worst Burt Reynolds impersonation. Uh, that's what she's stating in the Vogue interview. I'm not too sure what movie reference that's to. I remember, I can see the image in my face with Burt Reynolds standing in his tidy whities but uh i don't remember the movie what she does say obviously according to this little section right here she must have been enamored by mr cheeto because she doesn't understand ever taking off her shoes or how i got from the doorway to being underneath mr trump in bed that's what she says well she doesn't remember because she was infatuated she was in love his little tiny hands were probably roaming you know who knows But she does remember putting on her shoes and leaving the hotel room. Uh, She did go over what just happened in her brain and she says that, I know I didn't say no. Well, if she didn't say no, her body must have been saying yes, right? But she says that she also doesn't remember saying yes. Uh, She says she wasn't threatened. She says, I just don't know. Uh, she says she does recall remembering that there was a Secret Service agent or a bodyguard right outside the hotel room. She was afraid that if she hit him, the bodyguard would come in or didn't know what would happen. Um, one of the other little slams that she puts in here is that, you know, she, uh, Trump is apparently a three-minute man. Uh, she puts that in here. She does say that one time she entered the hotel room and she sm- he was in his uh, underwear, or no, his pajamas. And she did smack him on the ass with a magazine and said, what are you doing? Get dressed. Uh, but whatever, I mean, consensual, consensual. She says it's consensual. There's no debate there. Hush money's not illegal. It's just the way that Mr. Trump paid out the hush money is illegal. Uh, you know, Stormy, she lost two, two cases against Donald Trump. One was a defamation case. One was a libel case. And uh, I think just yesterday, coming out at the same time as uh, Trump is being indicted, Basically, the courts have said that she needs to pay, between the two cases, almost about $420,000 to Mr. Trump for losing both of those cases. She did tweet out that uh, she will go to jail before she pays one penny. So, I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens. And that's why I hate digging into this whole Donald Trump fiasco of the politics in this court case. It's bullshit. It just goes... just i don't know it's just an endless rabbit hole of nonsense but let's get to some decent other news um so what would you do if you're in this situation okay let me lay this out for you what happened was this woman was basically she's freaking out and apparently she's a radio dj or something like that but anyways she was freaking out because she was remodeling her basement she finds a vhs tape now, what's on the VHS tape? Well, on the VHS tape, she pops it. Some she she talks about it on her radio show. Some listener says they can digitize it, and they digitize it, and they give her back the copy so she can watch it because nobody has a VCR anymore except your grandparents, which are probably dead by now. Um, so, on the videotape, it starts off and it has uh, what appears to be this couple who apparently lived in the house and they had their first child, and it's kind of the bringing home of the baby video and that kind of stuff and, and all that you know nonsense. But what goes on after that on the videotape is apparently uh, whoever made the tape, which I'm assuming was the husband in this situation, I'm not too sure, Um, but there's videos of the wife getting in and out of the shower, getting dressed and that kind of stuff. It's kind of hidden camera, voyeur, whatever. So the big debate is, does she destroy the tape? Does she go to the Hall of Records and try to find the former owners and see who the owners were and send it to the wife? Uh, people are freaking out about this. I mean, okay, okay, yeah. People are freaking about out about this. I get it. It's not it's not appropriate to be filming your wife without their consent. I get that. But what do you do with the tape? Do you just call it a day? Do you throw it away? I, I myself, if I was to find a videotape, I would probably just chuck it and not bother with it and call it a day and not even know what was on the videotape. Uh, but some people just have to know. So what do you think? Does the wife have a right to know? Should this person with this videotape that has this voyeur activity, uh, should she go and find the husband or find the wife and give her the tape and let her know that her husband's a creep? Should she just demolish it and get rid of it or what? I'm asking because I really don't care. I really don't care. It's just to me, it's like, fuck, whatever. Uh, But that's what's going on with that. Okay, now we mentioned this yesterday. Uh, We really didn't get into too many details, but some more details have emerged regarding that um, a dormant lake in California is filling up again from constant rainstorms and will likely lead to increased grocery prices nationwide. Um, Grocery prices for milk and other items may surge after a formerly dormant lake in California is filling up again and threatening farmland. Some Californians are happy the heavy rains are making a dent in the drought the state has been experiencing, but the trade off is a negative impact on farmlands and the groceries they produce. This lake in question is the Tulare Lake, which is a dormant body of water that was once considered the largest freshwater lake in the western United States. It has grown to a size that hasn't been seen in nearly four decades. The ensuing debacle could threaten the nation's supply of almonds, pistachios, milk, and fruit, leading to higher grocery prices that are already hurting Americans' pocketbooks. And I quote, the problem this year is it's just begun. We may have water running at our near, at or near our flood level, and all of our streams throughout August or September, said Matt Hurley, who's a former water manager in the region. Matt also goes on to say this impending monster— A 50-foot-plus deep snowpack that we haven't seen in 75 years is sitting up there, and we just don't know how fast it's going to turn into water and come out of the mountains. Uh, He also said that there's no natural outflow for the water, according to Randy McFarland. I guess he didn't say that. Randy McFarland did, uh, which is the public information officer for the Kings River Water Association. Uh, The only way, and I quote, the only way it's going to be eliminated is through evaporation or what irrigation can take place. Before this lake was emptied out for farmland more than a century ago, it was four times the size of Lake Tahoe during wet years, encompassing nearly 1,000 square miles. Uh, and I quote, the flooding is affecting everyone, said Josephine Alriano, Ar- a business owner in Corcoran. It's affecting businesses, it's affecting jobs in the field, and I don't know how long will it will last. So they're really concerned with this Lake Tulare Um Because what they did is they, uh, you know, a a century ago, they kind of got rid of it. I don't know what they did exactly, but they got rid of it. And that is all farmland. It's all farmland, dairy land, pistachio, almonds, all this other kind of stuff. And it is filling up. It's filling up fast. And that is uh, not even taking into account the 50 foot of snow that's packed on the mountains that's going to run into this area um, that just can't easily be drained out. Um, so here we go again, another, uh, reason why your groceries, especially if you're into pistachios and milk and fruit and all that other kind of stuff, that all that stuff that comes up there from the middle of California, um, we could be in for some pay raises and I'm looking at pitches, uh, pay price increases on those items. And I'm looking at some pictures and I already see like houses that are in that Valley that are already sitting with uh, water up to their doors, uh, streets totally covered. Um, yeah, it doesn't look good. And they're expecting a lot more water to come down there. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, You know, we spent a little too too much time on Trump and his um, infidelities or whatever. But uh, let's just call it a day. This is Jake with Radio Atlanta. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.